0: Hello and welcome to the Central South Consortium podcast. In this podcast we'll bring you the very latest discussions on all things education.
1: Hello and welcome to the Central South Consortium podcast. In 2021, in collaboration with schools and universities in the region, we created a publication called 10 Ways to Support Initial Teacher Education in schools. This is the seventh episode in a series of 10, each exploring one of the 10 ways that schools can offer the right kind of environment where both student teachers and school can flourish. The title of this podcast is Embrace Professional Inquiry. My name is Sean Watkins, and I'd like to introduce you to Alison Lambert, who is assistant head in charge of professional learning and senior mentor, and Lisa Fitzgerald Lombart, also senior mentor, who are both from Hawthorn High School in Pontypridd. Welcome both. It's lovely to have you both here.
2: Hi, Shani. Hi,
1: Hi everyone. Hi. Right. So, embrace professional inquiry. Um, tell me, what does embracing professional inquiry in relation to IT mean to you, Alison?
2: Yes. Yeah, so. To me it's very central to developing the school as a learning organisation and it involves establishing a culture of inquiry innovation and exploration both for staff and student teachers alike for student teachers this can include providing opportunities for them to take part in action research projects and engaging in collaborative practice within the school whilst working alongside experienced practitioners this can also involve mentors participating in any action research that the student teacher may do as part of their university expectations. Collaboration is key and student teachers need opportunities to put what they have read into practice in the classroom. In Hawthorne we have a strong professional learning culture within our school which does allow students to engage in wider reading and research which is relevant to their practice. We provide a wide range of opportunities for them to work alongside our staff in learning and teaching groups, inset programs, online learning opportunities, and curriculum development groups. Alongside this, we have designated induction program that focuses on the individual ITE development needs and opportunities for them to develop their understanding of school processes structure, as well as developing their professional inquiry.
0: Um, and I would probably just pick up on on what Alison said that I think it's it's not always just an opportunity for the students it can be a great opportunity for the school as well because oftentimes when the mentor and the student are working together um, it can be on on an action research topic That is of benefit to the school as well as of benefit to the student's own development and there have been instances here where um, a piece of action research that a student has undertaken in the end has yielded results that uh, we've asked them to then present to uh, on a department level or even to SLT and on one occasion even even to governors. Um, So it can be this collaboration can be mutually beneficial um, and, and a real chance for collaboration that schools can benefit from as well as students Um, and I think really that spirit of collaboration is is key to uh, the professional inquiry I mean for example some of the sessions that we run at Hawthorne where it gives a chance for the students to discuss together and um, chance for them to discuss with other new members of staff or even NQTs Um, I think that that spirit of of collaboration and, and providing that network um situation for them is really vital for for the development um of that professional inquiry and that that sort of you know wanting to wanting to know more and wanting to experience it for yourself
2: and you know as a school we also get a lot back from that from the from from the research that the ite students do undertake so it's a you know it just does turn full circle in that respect Yeah, it's win-win <laughs>
1: That's, that's great. It's really good to know when you're working with student teachers that there is that sort of mutual benefit, um, and especially in relation to professional inquiry. Um, you know, thinking about what schools can offer um, students and, and vice versa, um, as you know, uh, most of my experience has very much been in the university background, and I've always found that student teachers often struggle when working with data and data is a big part of professional inquiry um you know in your opinion do you think this is where schools can help best
0: yeah i I think um it puts the context um to a set of figures for for students data only really has meaning if if there are if there's some reality um behind it and i think um schools are uniquely placed to be able to provide that context to the data um it's not just crunching numbers then. Um, so for example, as part of our induction, we'd make sure that uh, students have the relevant training in all the different systems that we use to record data. I mean, even you know the, the basics, making sure they've got a username and a password within the first day so they can access these programs and that they know how to use them for themselves. I guess one of the most common ones that most schools would be would be um, using is SIMS. And that can, can be a really useful tool for them sort of see what kind of school they're dealing with so they can look at uh, you know progress levels and things like that but it also allows them to dig a little bit deeper into subsets of data and it might be that for one of their action research projects they decide to look at you know eal or maybe um they'd look at uh, free school meal pupils and the impact that something they're you know an inquiry or um an intervention they're running the impact that that has and it's it's obviously an excellent tool for them to be able to see the progress that the pupils themselves have made but it is a great tool as well to be able to reflect and actually see what impact did their intervention have was what they put into practice of benefits to the pupils or do we need to go back to the drawing board and and have another think and see if there's something else that would work better so I think in in that um in that sense schools really do provide a context and data always means more if you can see the point of it if you know if you if you can see that there is a benefit to it and people aren't just looking for percentages and figures you know that there is a learning purpose to it all i think that that um that helps a great deal
2: yeah and i would say that you know data is essential to planning really and you know our our students really need to understand that they need to understand exactly where the baseline is so where are where are they where do they need to be and how do they get there so really understanding their learners understanding the needs of their learners, how they need to differentiate and, and also, as Lisa said, you know, the impact of, of of what and how they've taught and whether or not that is ensuring that learners do make progress. And data is a really key aspect in terms of tracking and understanding the impact of your teaching.
1: OK, that, that's really interesting because that that's you're talking there about data um, helping them to um, understand the impact of their teaching and and we're thinking and thinking about improving practice that's really what professional inquiry hopes to achieve um i would think um but there will be some that might find that isn't it just easier just to tell them what students need to do to improve rather than sometimes go through that laborious process of professional inquiry (laughs) what are your thoughts on that
0: I think it. I mean, it is. You can see where people are coming from with that. But if we look at our own practice as teachers in in a classroom, we all know that you learn as a pupil. You learn more from doing than just being told. And I, so, I think as as teachers and and uh, growing practitioners. You, you need to have that experience for yourself um, to be able to mm. learn your own craft, make your own mistakes, and, you know, not really see uh, problems as being barriers, but see them as being learning opportunities. So, you know, if, if you're having an issue finding your voice in the classroom, then maybe do a, a little action research project on that and, and use that uh, as a way of, of gaining that expertise. Because I mean, schools are rich learning environments um, for, for students. You've got experts in, in every sort of you know pedagogical uh, ideal whether that be, um, you know, ALN or whether it's uh, behavior for learning, you can always point them in the direction of someone that they can go and watch and observe and you can unpick that practice together. But I think then they need to have that opportunity to be able to try those things out for themselves because we all know we we have different styles and what works for one teacher won't necessarily work for another. So you, you do you need to have that ability and that time to be able to try those methods out for yourself. Find out what works for you and and it's in that relatively safe environment because you know, once you've done your practice, you then move on to another school and you get another chance to do it. So if you have made, uh, you know, perhaps uh, what you would consider to be a, a few errors along the way, it doesn't matter. You've had that chance to learn, to grow and to develop yourself into that finished article as you move into, into the workforce.
2: And, you know, we're not all the same,
0: are we? We're not all identical teachers. We've all got our own
2: personalities that we use in the classroom. We've all got our techniques that we use in the classroom. And it's really important that student teachers learn to grow, you know, and they learn who they are as a practitioner. And you can't do that by just being told what to do. You have to find that out for yourself.
1: So from that, I would suggest you're not going to disagree with me if I ask them that, is professional inquiry an important part of educating student teachers? Would you say so, Alison? I would
2: say it's a, it's a key component really, you know, because it is that action research model that allows them to assimilate what the research is saying and actually understand what that means to them and in, in, as an individual in a classroom and on a classroom basis. And what, what does that research mean when you're actually trying to uh, apply it in a classroom situation? That's very different from being told what to do. And it's very different from the theory behind what you do. It's how you you know, use that to develop yourself as an excellent teacher as you move forward in your profession and, and have ownership over it. And I think the professional qu- inquiry model really allows um, young teachers to develop that ownership over their own profession and how they develop and how they move forward.
0: Um, I, I agree with everything you said there, Alison. I, I would just add that I think as as um, as student teachers, you're never going to have more time to do these sorts of things. You know, when you become an NQT, when you move forward in the profession, you have all these other demands on your time and other priorities as you're working in in your own school. Um, but as a student, you've got time to look at the literature and to and to put things into practice in the classroom um, and to really find your own teaching voice and,
2: and that's the exciting it, bit about teaching isn't
1: it? it it really is it really is and you know bearing in mind we've just talked about time it's, it's it's a bit of a shame that i now have to say that i have to call time because um that is all we have time for in this particular podcast. I'm, a, I'm quite sad to cut it short. Um, I would like to thank you, Alison and you, Lisa, very much for your thoughts and for your ideas there and for sharing your experiences. Um, and to our listeners, please remember that this is one in a series of 10. Uh, please look out for our other bite-size episodes and if you want to read more, the publication 10 Ways to Support Initial Teacher Education in Schools is available on the Central South Consortium website.
0: Diolch am rando ar y benod hon o Sgwrs. Cofiwch ar Twitter a Facebook, tanysgrifio i'n sianel YouTube, a minwch yn cymunedau ar ein gwefan a'r darllen ein bulletin ysgolion othnosol am y newyddion dywynaraf. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sgwrs. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, join our online communities via our website, and read our weekly school bulletin for the latest news. Coil Matrol. Bye for now.